The show is about to begin. You really just never know on a given night what's going to happen. On this one over from Javier, Seager hits a high fly ball, deep right field, a bomb in the first! There's no way to know who will be the hero tonight. Bouncing ball in the fair ball, Young gets the on the board. The beauty of game seven is that it's all on the line. We don't know what's going to happen. And really everything that's come before doesn't necessarily matter. And drives one the other way, down the line, and it's Barry's got another! This is why we follow the highs and lows of this season. For these moments, ALCS Game 7, the Big Bad Astros hosting their in-state rival Rangers. All the analysis from dudes who played the sport on the FT ALCS Game 7 post-game show. You are now listening to Foul Territory. Welcome to the show. <laughs> AJ was Debbie Downer just now, Kratz. <laughs> game 7 was not... A thriller. This post-game show might be more thrilling than that Game 7. Now, if you're a Rangers fan, you don't give a shit. They won. How many World Series titles do the Texas Rangers have? How many? The same as you. None. Exactly. There is one thing that we have in common right now, Kratz, that might change over the next week and a half. The Texas Rangers destroyed the Astros. Adolis Garcia is, as they'd say, him and they're going to host game one of the World Series on Friday as a wild card ball club. The roof is going to come off of that place. But you should never you should never push all in as a wild card. It's not worth it. I've heard a lot of executives say it. It is totally not worth it. Just you just never have a chance. Like you never have a chance, even when you make the playoffs. No, you push all in. They did it. And yes, this was... The outcome of the game wasn't awesome. There was 26 hits in this game. This was awesome. That's what you want to see. Pitchers exhausted after seven games. Hitters just hitting rockets all over Minute Maid Park. So I'll let you pick. We'll see if you're in a good mood or an am mood. What? <laughs> I just want to see what your response is. Would you like to start off by talking about Adolis Garcia, who were watching watch his home runs? And... He watches his non-homers too. Or the lack of Christian Javier outs where he finally proved to be human in the postseason. Um, I'm going to start with Christian Javier because he was kind of the thing. We're going to talk plenty about Adolis Garcia. He's probably going to win the MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he just hit like 17 homers and drove in 25 runs in the seven games. Uh, <laughs> and he pimp, pimp shot at every one of them. And – I mean, he caused a fight. I mean, listen, he did everything in the series, so yeah. he, he deserves it. But Christian Javier versus Max Scherzer was what everyone was talking about before, and everyone was saying, okay, well, Javier's going to go out and do well. How well is Max Scherzer going to do? And Max Scherzer went out and gave him, what, two and two-thirds or whatever it was? But Christian Javier went out and gave him one-third of an inning. Gave up oh. four. First time we've seen him look human. First time that guys were able to get on top of his heater. And give the Texas Rangers and their hitting coaches and their hitters credit because they were on top of the ball. First hitter of the game, Marcus Simeon hit a ground ball. You never see that. And then Corey Seager obviously hit this ball that just is annihilated into the upper deck. And then it just kept going from there. And they couldn't get the outs. And so, listen, all the credit to the Texas Rangers. As a former Ranger, you know, once a Ranger, always a Ranger. Way to go, boys. They They give you a book and say the Ranger way. 
they never did that because I wasn't I didn't I wasn't a grinder like Kratz in the minor <laughs> leagues. Okay, but you know, once a ranger, always a ranger. Once a lot of people ranger, there. Always. <laughs> listen, there was a lot of people that uh, were there when I was there and are still there. It was ten years ago. Uh, you know, PR people, front office people, trainers. Look at that homer, by the way, by Garcia. Uh, that's a great shot. I love that shot from the ump cam. Yeah. Drop the bat, turn around, yell at his teammates. Listen, this is what baseball is all about, is the the emotion, especially in a game seven like this. And after all Garcia's been through, getting hit by the ball by Abreu, and then coming out and hitting the grand slam last night, and then hitting two homers tonight? Not one, but two. And he missed, missed a third. He thought he had a third. I mean, I played with his brother. His brother was Jack, but he makes – Adolis makes Adonis look small. Mm-hmm. It's a good call. And he did only end up with a single on the first one that he pimped, but then stole second base. So got the job done either way. Did you think for a moment it could be close, Kratz, based on the Astros getting a pretty quick run back there with Jose Abreu's ground ball? Or did you just feel like it was the night for the Rangers? No, I think I think Bregman's homer was like, ooh, don't forget, these are the Astros. Because we kept counting them out. Even they said it. Like, they keep counting us out. Not going to know what it looks like for the Astros not to be in the American League Championship. Like, they had it in them, and you knew that a weakness for the Rangers was going to be good to go to their pen. And what you got out of their pen was – just steady Eddie Jordan Montgomery coming in and just really solidifying it for him and then giving Jonah Heim two chances to get a hit helped a lot too. And then it kind of pushed it. When that happened, when that ball hit and went back fair and then Jonah Heim got the hit, it was like, whoa, maybe the magic is running out. Yeah, that ball's a bad call. That was an bad awful call. call by Dan Bellino. I, that, just a bad call. I mean, again, I just don't understand why that's not reviewable. How can we we have all this technology and all these things we can do, but we can't review a fair or foul ball call? It was like the one in the DS where the guy foul tipped it. We couldn't review that. Like, I just don't understand. Like, Major League Baseball has got to be better than this, and this is not a rant on, you know, this kind of stuff, but it's going to be because that was such a – I mean, listen, it it didn't end up mattering in the end, but it still changed it changed the game like you said Kratzy, because then you're like oh the, the magic's gone i mean the ball goes was fair they call a foul and then he gets a hit and then just kept going from there there's got to be something there's got to be a reason why they can't review plays in front of the umpires because we did it we do it quick now what is it you got 15 seconds they hold the hand up a a a okay let's go like or you check it i just like that was that that was tough. That was tough. Why? But... I don't know. What, who's going to complain? So are the Astros, I mean, they got beat four games at home, okay? The They're Rangers. not going to complain. They no, I was going to say, I was going to say, how's, how's the media going to spin it, though? Because the, the Rangers had five days off, and the Astros only had four days off. Since before this year. So <laughs> how in the world did the Rangers win? All three teams not left. All three teams left standing. Wild cards. Yeah, but all three teams left have also played the best. That's what it's about. Right? I mean, I, Anthopoulos, yes. you said, Scotty, he was on a radio show saying the Phillies were just better, played better. Yeah, he gave a ton of credit right? to Philadelphia. I mean, the Astros played better than the Twins in their division series. Twins played better than the Blue Jays. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it comes down to who plays better. I don't care how much time you have off. It's just, it just, I don't know. I, I'm happy. Listen, I'm happy. Again, once a Ranger, always a Ranger. I'm happy for the Rangers. How about this? Winning your division doesn't mean you're the best team in the sport and doesn't mean that you're built for the playoffs in the same way. Well, the Rangers also led the division every single day almost until the last day. Right. They had a little collapse <laughs> at the end and they were streaky as hell and they're still streaky as hell. And as you can see now, they're representing the American League in the fall classic and yes frankie baseball alcs mvp is adolis garcia and he also is player of the game foul territory player of the game congrats adolis five home runs 15 rbis in this series alone now kratz for the next team that faces him, who are you circling? I, I like to bring this up lately, right? You're in your catcher's oh. meetings. I've been watching all your work on FT. Are you circling Adolis over Corey Seager? Are you circling multiple names? Like, how are you ranking the order of dudes that cannot hurt you and you can't, you know, lose a game or lose a series because – Damn it, guys. We pitched to so-and-so. Is it Adolis because he's so hot right now? He's going to sit for a few days. Or is it Corey Seager who, if there's not Otani, is the MVP of the American League? Corey Seager's here. Everybody else is down here. I think Including you have to Adolis. Do yes. I think you have to. I was impressed with that opposite field home run on that heater. He's hitting something ridiculous. Like, against right-handed heaters, he's hitting... Thought it was 203 was his batting average on heaters. I'll pull it up while you guys talk. But that's fine. He, Just I mean, we don't need to, the exact. Just say if he was crushing it, he was crushing it. He was not crushing heaters at all. So you have to be able you have to be able to have a pitcher that could get guys out two ways with those two guys back to back. The fear that I have for whoever faces the Rangers is at some point Marcus Simeon is going to start to get hits. At some point. I don't know when it is, but it's going to happen. And if those three guys, Seager's always dangerous. To me, Seager, you cannot let him beat you because he is just, he hammers so many balls in so many different locations for damage. He is he is the MVP. He's most valuable non-Shohei. There you go. Okay. And I would like to say for the owners of teams who care, if you're watching baseball right now, you'll notice a trend on the American League side. Do something. Do things. Make things happen. Spend money. Excite your fan base. Make trades. Which matters for your business throughout the season. Right. Sign players. Make trades. Obviously, they have to be done in a smart way. Make smart moves. Yeah. Don't be all analytics. Don't be also, all analytics. Analytics are good. But you think Bruce Bochy is going by analytics with pitching moves? Yeah. Don't make the <laughs> decisions Chris, on Chris, your own. And Chris Young is definitely – listen, Chris Young went to Princeton. He's a very smart guy. But Chris Young also knew by bringing in Bruce Bochy, they weren't going to go heavy analytics. Right? Mm-hmm. So, but look at the guys that are left. Three of the 14 yep. – well, two of the three teams – it was three of the four. Dusty's not heavy analytics. 
Rovochi's not. They use them, but they're not heavy. And then Dave Dombrowski, definitely in Philly. I mean, they use them, but he also lets Rob Thompson do kind of what he wants. Now, now Arizona's probably the one outlier a little bit more there. They probably go a little heavier analytics, but three of the four teams left weren't heavy analytic guys. I mean, well, they, they'd used them. People were going to say, oh, the Astros are the king. But, yeah, that was when Lunau and them were there. They're all gone now. Mm-hmm. Dusty still was in charge there. Yes. And also, I, I don't want to, like, have it misinterpreted, but – Every team uses information. Yes, you know what I'm saying. They don't. They don't do. screw. What I'm saying is they don't Some script every game and correct. say, "Okay, well, if 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 this guy gives us two innings, then we got to go to this guy." And then this, they, they they let their pitchers pitch. They let their players play before they make the moves. And they actually look them in the eye and say, "Okay, well, you're done." To some teams, what their algorithm spit out is what is happening for them. That's what and I'm they saying. are going to live and die off it. And then when they do die off it, they go, well, we had the percentage on that. You know, we just didn't get it that time. The postseason's like a crapshoot. Poker or blackjack or something. Right. Postseason's a crapshoot. Such a crapshoot. That's why we see a lot of familiar faces in spots very frequently. Right? Yeah. People who are leading these teams are always back in the playoffs again and again. And that's the human element of it. How about how about this though? What if, would you guys agree with this statement? Analytics can build a really good team, but it can't win you big games. Well, I think it can do both if you just use it as a tool among many others. But yes, I it's mean, a tool. It's not an end all be all. Though. Correct, of and course, because there's a human element to everything. Listen, if we were all if it was robots playing, then you could use analytics, but it's not. It's it's humans. And the, I, I, listen, I I, under, I don't understand fully analytics like a lot, like some people do, but I also understand the, the role of them in baseball. But I also understand that there are certain guys that are more clutch than others. And I know analytics says there's no such thing, but there are guys that are better in big situations. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Some guys want to be up in that situation. Some guys don't. Okay. But to say that analytics don't matter is wrong. And to say that the human element doesn't matter is also wrong. They're just got happy yeah. medium and that. That's more what we're saying. The teams that are left have the happy medium. They don't just go heavy one side. Mm-hmm. Yep. And nobody that started a game for the Rangers in the postseason was on the team last year. Pitching. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say. I was like, there's Not a lot the of whole guys. team. Yeah. Pitching. No starter. Right? It's mostly Valdi, Montgomery, Scherzer, Scherzer that are going to ride you to victory. Who started? Uh, Andrew Heaney Andrew wasn't Heaney. on the team last yeah. year either. I mean, it didn't fare super well. Let, let's touch Astros post-season uh, now. Astros aftermath. So, is Dusty coming back? What went wrong for them in this series? Why do they suddenly hate their home ballpark so damn much? So rude to their fans. What happened to Kyle Tucker? He's a great player. He is a great player. Was he just cold? Just Swing wasn't there, which you actually see from him, Kratz, a lot during the beginning of the season. He's had a few seasons where he starts off the year super cold and all the numbers come around and he's been trying to figure that out. I mean, it's not like he's you know, Mr. Consistency. And even for those dudes, like Freddie Freeman, I mean, it was only a few games, but played very poorly in the postseason just now. So when you look at the Astros, yeah, we already went over Christian Javier. I would say that's the other thing that stood out. They have great pitching, 
And I think Hunter Brown's going to be really good. JP France got destroyed just now in this game. But I think Fran Valdez took a step back this year. Christian Javier did take a step back in the regular season. He was obviously great for them besides this one in the postseason. But thoughts on this ball club going forward? Because they spend their like middle, kind of middle of the pack. They're not going to you know, extend a guy or sign a big, big free agent, you know, for eight years or whatever. They don't believe in that, but you know, they're, they're very consistently competitive. They've been the best, most competitive team in the sport probably over the past 10 years or so at this point, because now we're kind of separating ourselves from the, the giants run of titles. Yeah. They're, they're obviously Ken kind of hit on it at the end in the eighth inning there when he got on, on the show, but I feel like, I feel like there's a lot, there's a lot that the Astros need to look at and say, okay, you know what, why, why did we make it back to, were we lucky to make it back to the American League Championship Series or is our team good enough? Because they are wrought with controversy. They didn't, they have a brand new GM, the GM last year, they won the World Series with, and they just got rid of him. He was pretty much, you know, a non-factor with as far as the the org goes because he was on the outs and then you have and then you have like the constant turn or non-turnover of players but they're all starting to become free agents here in the next few years so it'll be interesting to see what the astros do i'm not saying they're going to tear it down but they have to extend some guys they may have to find a new manager and they're going to let some guys walk. Michael Brantley can't play forever. Bregman's going to need a new contract. And, you know, I think, unfortunately for them, they had a they had a hiccup in their MVP of the World Series last year in Jeremy Pena. He had a good year, but I think a lot of people thought he would be an MVP during the season candidate after what he did in the World Series, and that's kind of unrealistic for a guy, a guy at, at that age in his – in his maturation of his abilities. He's a sick defender. He just might not be a superstar well, they got, bat. They got about sure. – I, I mean, they got a lot of free agents after next year. So they got about one more year left in this run. Now they got to yeah. find a, a starter, whether it's Hunter Brown, whether it's J.P. France, who did not pitch well tonight, whether it's somebody. But they need Fromber to get back to being – from Verlander's going to be 41 next year. It's not like he's a spring chicken. Right? No. Javier's got to be able to prove he can do it consistently in the regular season. And Urquidy. then they, or Keedy got us. Okay. If he's, is he healthy? Mm-hmm. Garcia, is he going to be healthy? Right. And then Hunter Brown, France. And then in the bullpen, what do they do bullpen wise? Brian Abreu, clone him times eight. Yeah. But they, he, he got started getting hit a little bit. I mean, he got hit in this series, obviously, because he I pitched know. every game. But he they, they a... got to find a lefty or two in the bullpen. Yeah. Um, you know, catcher wise, Diaz is going to replace Maldonado. I can't see him bringing back Maldonado. I, I honestly don't think Dusty's back next year. I think. Agreed. I love Dusty, but I just think he this is this was it. I think he retired. Yeah, they brought in a new GM and, and listen, after everyone thought he was done after last year and he's like, Well, I might as well take one more run. We basically have the same team coming back. He took a shot, didn't happen. I, I think Dusty was gonna want to go watch Darren play and be a dad and be a be a family guy and grandpa and all that stuff. So I, I don't know. I think I think they have one more year probably running them, but listen, the AOS is tough now. You got Texas because they're going to have Scherzer. And I don't know. They bring back Montgomery. I don't know when DeGrom's coming back. They're always going to have this one team that wins like 54% of the Seattle. Teams. I was going to say Seattle. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, I mean, Oakland is yeah. they're 54%. But, but the, other yeah, three, the other three teams are, are trying. 
And yeah, it's a great division. I think it was the best division in baseball this year. Really? I do. Over the NL East? Or... Yep. Wow. Okay. It was the best division in baseball this year. No? You guys disagree? I mean, Braves, 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 Braves Phillies, Marlins, pretty good. Yeah. NL Astros, East, Rangers, Mariners. Three of the three of the NL East made it, and, and the A's are not as good as the Nats, so that puts the NL East ahead. A's and Nats, okay. I mean, it's it's just yes, but like what by fifteen games? Oh, that, yeah, fifteen only fifteen games. And the Mets were terrible. Yeah, they were terrible. They were yeah. bad this year. Yeah. This year, right? But they so, were, they so won hundred games teams. last year. I mean, I think the Mariners were just as if I think the Mariners were a better team by the end of the season than the Marlins. I do. Marlins are in the playoffs, though. Yeah, they didn't yeah, make the playoffs. The Mariners missed. American AJ, let me ask. Let me ask you this, Christian. Christian Javier, do you feel like do you know any pitchers who are invisible pitchers who have consistent year in and year out success that are in the game that pop up in your head right now? Think about that guy that's just got that like late like poof on the ball. Or those guys. No, you got to have another pitch to be a starter. That's what I'm saying. Like think about like Freddie. Freddie Peralta was fastball Freddie, and now he's had success because he's full menu Freddie. He's throwing all his pitches. But I think that you saw that with Vasquez. You saw that with uh, Christian Javier tonight. They saw him four days ago. They saw him five days ago, and they just started cheating. People will use the word whatever. No, it's just them making the adjustment on his fastball. And I think guys do that during the season, too. It's like, hey, we're facing Javier. He's going to throw one pitch in the zone. Everything else is just a tickle. And then you get on top of it, and I think that's where he starts to not not be as dominant as you would think somebody that has a no-hitter in the, in the World Series is supposed to be dominant. No, but he had been dominant in the postseason. Up until this start, until this part, he had been pretty, pretty damn good in the postseason. So, but did he, did uh, he go I, back to I, back against the team? Uh, no, because he always pitched game three or game four, so he never exactly. was that guy. So they hit his high fastball. They hit his high today. fastball. They made adjustments. Give the Rangers a lot of credit. I mean, listen, we all thought, listen, it's like the Diamondbacks. Give the Diamondbacks credit. No one thought that that series was going to go seven. And I think going into this one, I don't think a lot of people thought that the Rangers could win this series just because of the history, right of the Astros have owned them for the last seven years, and they owned them this year again. Especially at their ballpark. Especially in Globe Life. So, but nobody <laughs> thought the Astros again would go zero and four at home in this series. I mean, they went one and five in the postseason at home. That's all you can't. It just didn't happen. But I mean, they got a bad batter's eye. You know, it's not their fault. <laughs> Some bad people not. It's not eye. an inside joke. You just have to watch foul territory. Yeah, but it, it, here's the thing: Monty pitched great. Every time he was out there, I mean, he did, right? Evaldi is, we talked about this on foul territory, a stud in the postseason. A stud, okay? Mm -hmm. Every time he takes the ball, it's a stud performance. That's a steal of a signing. Great signing. Two years. Who who was it? Evan Grant said they didn't get uh, Conforto, so they went and signed him. They made the right choice. (laughs) Especially with DeGrom going down, right? Then they go get Scherzer. I mean, he he pitched fine, but – he wasn't the max that we've seen. Maybe next time in the World Series, he's back to being max, you know, if they let him, right? But but then Heaney, Dunning, these guys all did what they needed to do. They went and got Chapman early, right? I mean, yeah, the clerk was, was first trade. 
Leclerc was awful for a lot, some of the year. He was great early, then went bad. Now he's back, closed out every damn game in the postseason. So there's there, Chris Young deserves the credit. The Rangers players deserve credit for making adjustments, and they, they deserve to go to the World Series. They also they did go through a rebuild. They went through some tough times not long ago. But then you come out of that rebuild and you fucking strike because you made your fans sit through shit for years. So they do have a good farm system. We've seen some of those players. Obviously, they nailed it with Evan Carter. Dude is an instant postseason star for them. Josh Young is great. They've got actually some young pitching that should be up next year that should be helpful. Cole Reagans, who's now been great on Kansas City, got them Araldis Chapman. So, yeah, they, they've traded away, obviously, prospects for other trades like Jordan Montgomery. And give them credit. I mean, once you build up the assets – some of those turn into your young stars. Some of those turn into your trades. And boom, you're in the World Series. That is why you do all of this, period. So also, if the Rangers have a three-year run here and then they're bad again for two, three years and they won a World Series during this time period, you better be like, hell yeah, I would do that again. So that's what this is all about, which is important. Is this, is this a successful rebuild? Of course. Because yes. I mean, especially the, if they win. Their minor from their minor leagues, though, a rebuild is, ah, uh, we're going to tank so we can get draft picks, we can get this and that and create a – from their minor leagues. Josh Young, they bought, they got Evan Carter off the heap on the COVID year because nobody knew about him. From there, who else did they get? But they still drafted and developed him. Uh, uh, no doubt. But it's not part of the rebuild. The rebuild is like, hey, we tank, so we got Carlos Correa, we got – uh, X amount of international bonus, so we could use that. We got um, the rest of the guys that they, the Bregmans, all those guys, the high picks. Yeah, so but it's also successful? trades. You also tank for by trading right. for guys. They made trades, and wait, there are there are good players in their system. I'm yeah. not going to. I mean, Carter Heim, Carter Heim, Young. There's three off the top of my head without really digging in very deep. And there's dudes I'm, in the mind. Garcia was Garcia. They got for nothing. Mitch Carver they traded for. Jankowski was a free agent. Low. System guy Tavares. Low Tavares system guy. Yeah. Right. Oh, Some of their pitching is not going to not going to work out. But like, remember, I mean, they drafted Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker. Brock Porter's supposed to be pretty good. He's only 20. Some of the other guys I'm listing are now in like the 23, 24 range, Owen White. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see how some of those guys work out. But yeah. I would say those guys will all be big leaguers. So they'll it's be pitching It's a successful rebuild. They're in the World Series. Correct. They're in the World it's Series. It's a successful it, you, rebuild. I don't care what anybody says. You don't need says. to breed a ton of stars. Like, you're going to look at Baltimore, and unless they keep progressing, it's going to be a failed rebuild potentially for them. It's way too early to judge that. My point is some owners say, I'm going to rebuild so I can be like the Rangers and get into the World Series. And other owners say, yeah. I'm going to rebuild so I can stock up on young position players and pitchers, I guess, to an extent. But so I can have a lot of players that don't cost much and I can still be pretty good. That's not what Texas was thinking about in my mind. So I give them all the credit. And Philly has operated in a very similar way, right? Yes, Philly, Philly well, went Dombrowski's, rebuild. Philly's rebuild did not work out very well. No, but here's what, when, here's what you do. Almost nothing. You bring Dombrowski in. You bring Dave Dombrowski in to get you to the World Series and give you a chance to win one. They got there last year and they got another chance this year. And then Dave Dombrowski leaves, like he's done every organization, and they don't have anything left. Mm -hmm. And then it takes some time to get back. But I tell you what, Dave Dombrowski can do. He'll get your organization to the World Series. Yeah. 
He did it. I mean, he did it in Detroit. He did it in Miami. He did it in Boston. He did Boston. it in Philly. I mean, it, you want to you, you want to get to the World Series? You got to now. You got to have owners that are willing to spend money because he's going to burn your farm system and he's going to spend money on guys. But he'll get you there. Now, if you win, he can't because like Detroit didn't win, but he got them there. And, and, that, and how the fuck Detroit didn't win? With the team they oh. he put together there is still oh. mind-boggling to me. Well, I can I can give you an hour on some reasoning for that, but yes, I agree. That well, I mean, Verlander, Scherzer, Porcello, Annabelle Sanchez. I mean, Prince Fielder, Miggy, Victor bullpen. Martinez. A tough bullpen. I learned the lesson of clubhouse chemistry during that time period and a, a manager. Verlander, holy crap! That's I know, a good that, team, dude. That team was ridiculous. But here's the <laughs> thing: for like, there's some fans that are like, "Oh, my team's really good, and like our payroll's low." Ha ha. <laughs> like, so. Who the fuck cares? It's not your money. Dumb. Just just root for your team to do stuff. Most fans are not like that. Most fans are, are looking at the Rangers right now, if you're a Rangers fan, and they were like, this is all awesome. I was pumped, right? I'm talking as a Ranger fan right now. Like A Ranger fan would be like, I can't believe we got Simeon. I can't believe we got Seager. Look at us go. And that was right before they shut things down for a little bit for the CBA discussions. It pops back up. This offseason, they did a lot. And even for DeGrom, like there were many people that were like, you sure? That's a lot of money for a dude that can't stay on the field, didn't work out, whatever. They picked up other dudes that have worked out for them. So a lot of credit. Sometimes it's lottery tickets. And when you have resources like that and you're in a big market, go for it. So credit to them. We do this every single day. So 1 to 3 Eastern, Foul Territory is the show live. Otherwise, catch everything that we're doing afterward. Podcast, you can search it. Socials, the whole deal. We post everything we've got going on. Extensive coverage. We're up day and night right now to give you guys everything, obviously, real talk about the 2023 postseason. And after each World Series game, plus after NLCS Game 7, we will do this for about half hour and give you a real talk post game show. So we will see you on the next one. Enjoy NLCS game seven and world series time soon.